Hi guys, it's Kara, host of Everyone's Business But Mine. And let's be real, one thing that makes the show possible is by selling sponsorships to advertisers. One way you can support us in getting more sponsors is by telling us a little bit more about yourself. You can do that by filling out a quick survey at the link in the show description. Plus, your answers are anonymous. They'll help us learn what you love most about the show and how to make it even better. The questions will ask you about the things that help advertisers understand the audience. It'll only take a few minutes, and it's an easy way to help the show. So you can find the link in the show description. Thank you so much, and stay tuned for the rest of the show. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Right. So you are the motel owner. Correct. Wow. What is the official name? The Benton Motel. That's smart marketing. Do we think the air conditioning works? Mayor, I have a question for you. Does the um, air conditioning work in the car? It wasn't operating yesterday. Really? So, you know, I, I'm begging for forgiveness. Oh, my God. That's how Sonia. difficult motels are, yeah. We got a problem. What happened? No AC in the car. How is that possible? It's We're in 1985. We had AC in 85, didn't We're going to die. Who do I have to f*** in this town? You to tell me. What is Welcome back to another episode of Everyone's Business But Mine with me, Cara Berry, our Welcome to Crappy Lake edition episode. Um, I will issue a disclaimer by saying I don't know if they're continuing to release these episodes Noah's Ark style, like two by two, but I don't know if I can like recap a 30 minute episode necessarily moving forward, but we'll see. Only time will tell. We got New York coming up next week and, you know, I'm definitely going to be recapping that. So we'll just have to see what the schedule is. You know, it's summer. Things are a little bit more loose over here. So we're just going to roll with it, right? But let's get into Welcome to Crappy Lake. I am with everybody else, or at least everybody that I saw. I just felt like relaxed. You know, there are those shows where there's just like, I think maybe in other housewives shows, I'm just like ready for war at all times, ready for tension, fighting, situations in which somebody's going to have a conversation to hash out this situation and then another situation crops up like some sort of weird whack-a-mole and, you know, so I'm like, I go into these situations prepared, but then watching Crappy Lake was just like, 
just dipping my waters into the cool, you know, the cool, dipping my toes into the cool water of Lake Minnetonka. You know what I mean? It just felt fun and good and consequence free. So let's get into it. Let's really, really get into it. Start off the premiere, beautiful day, small town, Illinois. There's a man putting up a uh, sign outside of the Benton Motel and his wife says, God, I wish we had an exclamation point. And her husband gets down from the ladder and he looks up at his work and he goes, they'll either like it or they don't. And it just says, welcome Hollywood with a red period. A producer asks Akash and Hiral, the husband and wife owners of the Benton Motel, have you guys ever had somebody famous stay here before? And Hiral's like, uh, maybe like some deer hunters. I I think maybe they caught some trophy deers, but yeah, no, that's about it. Then we head over to Manhattan. Luann and her assistant are up in her penthouse in the sky, helping her pack for the trip. I love the blink and you miss it moment of them showing just like B-roll of Luann's bedroom, right? She has, y'all, did you guys know she has a tiny like dress form mannequin? You know, those little mannequins that you put, you know, when you're going to make a dress, right? Uh, A dress form mannequin, like a Barbie size, right? Not life size, Barbie size. Two Countess and Friends tour lanyards hanging on it. Our girl's back, you know? She's testing out her kitten heels. She's giggling at Emily, the assistant. She's showing off a, a one of her hundreds of statement necklaces. Says, look at this piece, Emily. I got it in Palm Beach. It's a wazoo. And then she blows into a kazoo. I, I mean, I love our girl. I love our girl. And then, of course, we go home. Back to Tony Sonia's townhouse and... I didn't purposely pause on this, but I took advantage of the situation. I'll say that. On this pause, there was a screenshot of the floor. And on that floor, there was a piece of luggage just packing as you do. Normal. No comments on that. Two full, not full bottles of water. Seven bottles of pills. And a broken necklace. And I thought, you know, here's our girl. (laughs) Sonia's telling one of her random uh, interns, in this case, Alex, this is organized, right? It doesn't look that way, but it is. Alex, these are my little ice pads for my leaking lipo section. And poor Alex really learned a lesson that day. I mean, talk about core memories. This is one for Alex. So Alex looks at Sonia and is like, where did you get liposuction? (laughs) Uh, The intern's so new. Didn't even know that Sonia sat down and had liposuction on the love handles, the stomach, uh, the inner thigh, the outer thigh, under the arms. You know, that's the worst part. A producer asked Sonia, what do you know about Benton, Illinois? And her answer is, what does anybody know? Now, as somebody from born in Illinois myself, I'm like, I don't have any idea where Benton is. It's closer to... I grew up in the suburbs of Chicago. This is more of a suburb of St. Louis, it appears. It's a little, a good bit more Southern than, than what I'm familiar with. But Illinois is like a very interesting place, kind of like New York, but like opposite, like where as New York City's in the very Southern tip and then all of the North of it, just a very different, more conservative vibe, right? Like Staten Island is really the most conservative enclave of the New York metropolitan area. But like 
outside of the city, like we all just call it upstate. Anything that's like north of <laughs> north of Westchester is just upstate, right? Um, but it's just like a totally different vibe. And so I grew up. The town that I grew up in is very small, like. 5,000 people population small. Cornfields everywhere. But it was still, like, fairly suburban, that being said. Um, This is just, like, country. This is, like, real country. People are actually farmers. It's, it's, It's a thing. It's a whole thing. So we get, like, a couple interviews with the people who live there explaining what Benton, Illinois is like. It's a quiet place. Not much goes on. And then I met my king, my absolute king. His name was Bob Ray, B-O-B-R-E-A. This man, I really had to take a moment. It looked as though he had um, Jim Bob gelled his hair down. If you guys know, if you guys watch 19 Kids and Counting, you know that man would take the strongest white rain hairspray that you could get on the market and just like half a can right in there didn't even think about it right just blowing a hole right through that ozone <laughs> right but it's just like that with a twist because bob ray bob ray decided to take what appears to be a mm, like a like a car wash grade blower just to the bang just to the middle of the bang so it sticks right up. Everything else bolted down. And this one, psh, like, psh, like that's exactly what the sound looks like. And it, that's exactly what it looks like, you know? You know what I mean? So he is listed as a museum director. And I just like, I need to know everything about this man. How did he end up in Benton, Illinois? How is he the museum director? What kind of museum is this? He has the tiniest little whisper of eyebrows. You know, like when like when a drag queen shaves their eyebrows, but they just leave the like the little stumpy part. You know what I mean? Like, it looked like that. Sweating so deeply, so deeply and aggressively through that blue shirt. He's standing in what appears to be like an old jail for whatever reason. Um, he, you could tell, was like an early adopter to the facelift. There's a lot of things happening with Bob Ray. And I want to sit down and just go back to the beginning And just let me know when you're finished, because I I need to know it all. Anyway, Bob's fact is that Benton was the location of the last public execution by hanging in the state of Illinois. Why would that be the go-to information for you? Why would that be the go-to fact, Bob? Every, I need to know everything about him. Anyway, Benton also has a testicle festival every year. They have the only mural of George Harrison, the Beatle. Yes, the Beatle from Liverpool, England, and not anywhere near Benton, Illinois. They have a waste plant that um, Akash tells us smells like dog shit sometimes, and a lake where you can hunt for um, crappy fish. And so that's why it's called that. I thought this was a play on Shit's Creek, like crappy Lake Shit's Creek. That's what I thought, but I apparently this is that actual thing. Anyway, after that, we meet Russell. He's a, you know, big-time producer that came from Benton. His mom there lives there. His twin brother lives there. And so he was reached out to by an old high school friend or something saying, what can you do? Can you bring... It's 2023, sir. 2022. Um, Mr. Producer, man, can you bring... Uh, rich people here 
and celebrities to come bring some tourism to our town? Like, what is this, 1942? Like, when has this happened in the past several decades? I don't know. But I'm going to pretend like this is the premise. I don't think this part of it was necessary. Like, we didn't need an emotional anchor to this. But, like, because I'm having fun regardless. You know what I mean? But it's fine. We can play this game. Anyway, Russell's like, I'm going to bring in two of the people that I used to work with. I've done dozens of uh, productions on reality shows. So I can't tell you guys who's coming. But if you see them around town, don't be afraid to reach out. So then we see Sonia and Lou hop on a private jet. It's not a private jet. It's like, it's a small plane. There's no service here. It doesn't appear to be air conditioning. Um, you know, we're, if we're making, it's a small plane. It's a small plane. It's private because there's only four seats, right? Um, they hop on this private jet. Luann is dressed like Lauren Bacall. All white suit, fedora, the whole thing. Sonia's dressed for Palm Beach. She's ready to go right to lunch. Right to lunch. Sonia says, we're always in the moment, so we can jazz it up. We can invite a few drag queens. And Luann's like, yeah, let's do cabaret. This is their idea of charity. (laughs) I love it. They're like, we're just gonna bring a drag queen. From where? I don't know. Do some cabaret. See you later, guys. Town fix. They say they've both known each other for so long. They don't really fight. This is like a perfect situation for them. They both like to give back. There's really no jealousy between them, you know, except for Tom and Harry. But anyway, they know what's important in life. And so on the jet plane, whatever, they open up a bottle of Fosé for Luann, a little thing of Vuv Clicquot for Sonia, and then they hold hands while the plane shakes. And Sonia goes, I'm not used to this anymore (laughs) then we get back to the producers asking the townspeople what they think about a celebrity coming to their town and they're like eh we're kind of scared we're not really a place for change so we'll see they have these people show up to the airport like the all the small things video from blink 182 have them go around and guess who they think is going to be coming to their town kim kardashian vin diesel the rock jessica alba jessica alba sir Come on. I know we're into manifesting, but, like, let's be real here. She's got enough on her plate. I don't know what she does, but, you know. First, Luann and Sonia can't land the plane because there's livestock on the runway that need to be moved away. And then Luann looks out the plane window, notices a bunch of people at the hangar, and thinks... Because they have signs and stuff, but she can't read them. She's legitimately concerned and thinks that there's a protest. And then they get closer down to the ground. And she goes, oh my god, they're they're waving at us? She said, I think there's a demonstration happening. <laughs> Luann, why would there be a demonstration at the, air pa- at the airplane hangar? Why would that happen? <laughs> I'm so happy. They go out, they get off the plane, they greet everybody, and listen, no disrespect to these two women. You guys know that Sonia and Luann are basically my North Star, right? Hang the moon, they do. But did these eight-year-olds who showed up to make signs saying, we're so happy you're here, know, you know, do they know the history? Do they know about the time that Luann fell into a bush? Do they know that Sonia once called Luann's engagement ring to Tom a murky yellow diamond? 
Like, I don't know what goes on in people's households. I don't know what parents are teaching their children at this point. I have a feeling probably not. I have a feeling probably not. Anyway, they meet up with the mayor. Luann clearly does not remember this man's name. So she just keeps calling him mayor. Mayor? Excuse me, mayor? Does the air conditioning in the car work? And he has to tell them no. Sonia looks at the car and is like, wait, that's not possible. This is at least a 1985 car. Didn't we have air conditioning in 1985? Like, who do I have to fuck in this town to get a car? Again, the children are still there. (laughs) Sonia, they're in the car. She's getting swamp ass. She's like, I carry in my bag at all times several pairs of underwear. This is a three-panty day already. They get driven over to the Benton Motel to go meet Akash and Haral. At some point, they had changed the sign from Welcome Hollywood, period, to Welcome Hollywood. Welcome Hollywood? With three question marks. Welcome Hollywood? Akash asks Sonia how the hotel looks, and she's just like, God bless her, light and bright. She's like, I like it. The The roof is solid. It, it does look very solid. They give them a tour of their bedrooms, and it is legitimately like the set of Shit's Creek. I don't think I've ever been in a motel that I can remember. I, I don't know. I didn't. That's wild. It really looked uncanny uncanny Luann had a bunch of her shit shipped in boxes thinking that there was going to be a bellhop or something to help her bring them from the office to her uh bedroom how do you think that went not well (laughs) and can we just pause really quick for some real-time breaking news information that's happening with Sonia right now um so I don't even want to talk about this idiot Dave Portnoy from Barstool Sports that ugh. Ugh. Anyway, he said some gross thing about who did he say about oh about Kim Kardashian because there have been rumors that Kim and Tom Brady might be dating and then he said something like oh basically slut shame the hell out of Kim. It's like oh he she's not good enough to date him but um, you know, maybe he could take her to a motel and have sex with her or something. And then I guess Sonia just being funny was like, oh, would he take me to a motel referring to Dave Portnoy? And then he quote tweeted it, uh, the article referring to what she said. And he responded gross. Now listen, you cousin Skeeter looking bitch. Never in your life. Never in your life. Sonia has been a fox for decades. You've been hot. Never. So I don't know what you're talking about. Who's gross in this situation? And I know that, you know, Sonia historically does not have a great time keeping her um, bowels or her um, aerials to herself. But still, I'm taking that into consideration when I'm still saying that she's light years ahead of you. Light years. You'd be lucky sir every day that you look over at whatever bikini instagram model is in your bed you need to thank god because it's not gonna last forever you got like 14 minutes left and i hope you know that hey i'm ryan reynolds recently i asked mint mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation they said yes And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" 
So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. As we all know, when it comes to everyone's business, I like to mention it all, but when it comes to mine, I like to keep things a little bit closer to the chest. But that method doesn't always work when it comes to your mental health, and we all need a way to purge and get it out. Therapy is a safe space to do that and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down by learning positive coping skills and all the tools you need to help you be the best version of yourself. BetterHelp is entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. So you can just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist, and you can switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. So get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash everyone's business today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash everyone's business. And it's like, I'm getting sick of this stuff because it's like, can't you just be ugly and rich and powerful? Like, why isn't that enough for you? It's never enough. You always got to go one toke over the line. We got to buy Twitter and ruin that and run that into the ground. We got to call women who are fucking smoke shows ugly and gross. Even though you're so dating above your station. I don't know who he's dating. It could be nobody. And it would still be significantly better than he is. So anyway... Keep talking, bitch. Yeah. The next morning, we see Luann doing yoga in her room with um, some bath towels down because she does not want to. (laughs) I think she said, I don't know what's living in that carpet. (laughs) The rooms are not great, y'all. Not great. Again, to go back to what I just talked about, pause, round of applause for Luann. I don't know how this woman does it. It's like every 18 months I look at her and I'm like, she looks even better than the 18 months before. I don't know how it's possible. I It's jeans. It is the best <clears throat> doctor. I, you know, I think it's a dance, really. I think it's a combination. Like, if you really want to get consistent work done, you got to have the jeans. You got to have a doctor who knows what they're looking at when they're looking at you specifically. You know, because you can have good doctors in general. But then they're the great ones who look at your face and they know what they're doing and where to put things. And her doctor and Luann have a beautiful dance going on. I don't know how she does it. She looks incredible. I think it's like 85% jeans and 15% this. She, this is the best relationship that Luann's ever had in her life. Whoever's doing her face, her body, uh, Pulitzer Prize. (laughs) She looks incredible. Good for her. Like, not to stand too much. Like, she literally at one point just walks over to, after her yoga, walks over to Sonia's room. She's just wearing her little yoga outfit and glasses, not a stitch of makeup. Incredible. 
Incredible. Incredible. I don't know how they do it. Anyway, Sonia's pissed off. She's like, don't be knocking on my door, ma'am. Luann likes to get up at the crack of dawn like a rooster. That's not me. That is not me. <laughs> then they go over to the mayor's office. Sonia tries to give him a double kiss. This is why I love Sonia. It's these moments. She tries to give Mayor Frank or Fred, Mayor Fred, a double kiss. And it's like kind of awkward, right? And then she just mumbles to herself, <clears throat> you know, I try to give a double kiss and it lands in the middle sometimes. That's how I met my husband. They sit down and talk strategy. Luann's telling Mayor, Mayor, you can give us a list, make it long, but not too long, okay? So they have to build a new park. They're going to have a Christmas in July celebration. They're going to try to increase tourism. They're going to upgrade the animal shelter. And Luann's like, great about the animal shelter. You know, we would love to help with that. We work with ARF. We work with ASPCA. And Sonia just sits there and goes, and I ate dog food growing up, but that's not a good thing. (laughs) At the episode... At the end of the episode, they go noodling in the lake. This is something that I just found out about, like, a couple days ago, because I saw this very tiny woman do it on TikTok. She, y'all, I did not know. I guess she's, like, a pro at this. She came out with the biggest catfish on her tiny little arm. That thing had to weigh at least a third of her body weight. It was so big. (laughs) that she got it and the thing bit her and she just took it like a champ she's like "Ooh, i forgot what it felt like when they bite bite me didn't cry didn't didn't yelp she was just like "Uh oh that really hurts and i'm like damn you're a bad bitch because you just literally find a hole at the bottom of the lake because that's where they burrow or whatever and you Dangle your fingers, you like, as we call it noodling, you just like noodle your fingers around in that hole to try to agitate the catfish into biting you, and then you grab them by the jaw and take them out. Wild. So they're explaining how this process works to Luann and Sonia, right? And Sonia's like, oh, okay, that sounds like no big deal, right? Like, sounds like just a scratch. All of you guys do it. Can't be that big of a deal. And then in the background, there's a guy wearing an I Got Bit t shirt. <laughs> And he holds up his two hands for Sonia. His two hands and his nine fingers. Nine and a half fingers. So I guess that's not really true. Not so much of a scratch, is it? Sonia's horrified. She's like, I don't even put hands... I wouldn't put my hand in a fish. Wouldn't put my hand in a human mouth. Not even in sex play would I do this. So I'm out. She decides to have a little spa day to herself. I don't know how she found a little piece of mud to put on her forehead, but God bless her. Luann decides to take one for the team. She gets herself a big old catfish. Again, maybe about a fourth of the size of that little tiny girl that I saw on TikTok. But impressive. Impressive nonetheless. I wouldn't be doing it. I'd be putting clay on my face, just like Sonia. I just, like, I really tapped into what my ancestors wanted at an early age. And for me, I knew they wanted a life of of luxury um, and largely lackadaisical behavior. Fun, girly stuff and treats and so that's what I try to do to honor my family you know um because that's what they want and I feel that very strongly I I have the hands of truly you can look at them I have the tops of my hands look like a 12 year old and that's something that I hold dear you would not think that I have ever done manual labor in my life and that's how I plan on keeping it so I don't need adventure my adventure is you know 
trying to reach the top of the Trader Joe's freezer part because nobody's there to reach something for me. So anyway, let's move on to episode two. Akash goes into Sonia's room. He's horrified. It looks like a tornado went off in that room. He's going crazy. Like, I cannot believe you did this to my rooms. She's giving him a list of all the things that she needs, like trash cans, bins, things of that nature. And he just like not paid her any sort of attention. He looks over at the bed because they've got like a double bed situation in each of your bedrooms. He looks over at the bed that she's not sleeping in and he goes, oh, I love the dildo you have over there. So he goes, excuse you, that's not for you. It's in the charging station in the middle of the bed, (laughs) ma'am. Then she goes, you know, I got to use it on my shoulders and downtown. I do have something for just the shoulders, but it was too heavy to bring. They have to take off in that car again, that car that they got from the airport. No AC car. Sonia's pissed. Not again. I don't care about the AC. It's just not my aesthetic. I don't like this car. It's like one of those like cop cars, like a, like a security, high school security car. I feel like, remind me if you went to high school with me, but correct me if I'm wrong. I feel like most of our security at the high school was a coach. He was a teacher, but he was also like a baseball coach or something. And he had a, he was a football coach. He had a golf cart that he would just like ride around the property and like catch people if they wanted to, you know, like take their car to Chick-fil-A during the middle of class, like skip school and go to Chick-fil-A instead, you know, that kind of vibe. <sighs> he was such a dick. Everybody hated him. And now I'm thinking about how senior year, my second semester of my senior year, like hours from graduating, I had set up a pretty sweet schedule for myself in which I had like all my mandatory classes, like my, you know, you know, like art, not art, but like, (laughs) what did I even have? You know, like my math, my science and my social studies, like the mandatory classes that I had to take. And then the rest of my classes were like electives. Like I had orchestra, um, uh, yearbook and then Spanish, Spanish. I had sixth period. Now, You would think that, you know, sixth period, that second semester of my senior year, that my Spanish teacher would be cool and, like, let me, you know, excuse myself out of class every now and again. But she wouldn't. And that was the first time I had never, I tell you, I was such a good girl, never got in trouble from K through 12. And then second semester of my 12th I had in-school suspension for one day because I skipped school. Bitch. Senior year, Spanish. Oh, I'm still tight about that. And so, you know what? After that, my mom really did me a solid. And I'd just be like, well, um, I'm just going to call my mom. She could check me out of school after fifth period. So top that. Top that. And if I, A, remembered that Spanish teacher's name, I might look it up in my yearbook. And B, uh saw her in these streets, I would call her a little tattletale rat to these day, to this day, right now, right to her face. Cause I'm a woman now and I can. <laughs> anyway, didn't think I had all that aggression from high school pent up. We could talk about that more anyway. Um, so what were we talking about? Sonia and her vibrator. Okay. Then they go to the theater to like figure out what they're going to be doing for their show. Somehow Sonia finds a scooter they are whipping. I have never seen a scooter move so fast since that clip of <laughs> from Toddlers and Tierras. And by the way, you guys, you can check out the Hollywood crime scene. My girls, Rachel and Desi, did a two-part series on 
uh, Toddlers and Tierras, and it included some of the moms from, not Toddlers and Tierras, oh my god, here we go, Dance Moms, Dance Moms, they did a two-part series on Dance Moms, featuring a couple of the Dance Moms in part two, it was a very good series, however, if you guys don't know, you don't even have to watch Dance Moms to be able to LMFAO at this one, this clip, where Abby Lee Miller, she comes back to the show. This is like her second time around after her health issues, after her uh, stint in prison, and she is now wheelchair bound at this point. They're at a <laughs> they're at a dance competition, and I think Abby's like texting on her phone. One of the dance moms looks over at her and goes, "You know, you teach etiquette." For these concerts or these shows, whatever, put your phone down. If you're the one who's teaching the etiquette, then you need to, like, practice what you preach, right? Abby goes, like, catatonic at at the mere mention of this woman, like, lightly uh, whispering in her ear about being polite. (laughs) Beep! 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 Goes the chair. She is backing up, like... There may be 13 rows to the back, just going straight back. Not a care in the world. Doesn't care if anybody's behind her. She could run over an infant. She could run over like a little baby in a in a little car seat. No regard whatsoever. Backs right up and then just doesn't say a word and just starts whipping it. Whipping it. Leaves the amphitheater, wherever the fuck they are. Says, I think I'm going to get some ice cream. And then just tears down <laughs> tears down the sidewalk the producers and the cameras are trying to catch up to her but they can't one of them's like she is zooming dude it is the funniest thing even when we're on a budget we still deserve nice things quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80 percent less than similar brands they have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at 50 dollars, luxurious italian leather bags and so much more plus Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. It is such a gross overreaction to just, like, a request to be polite. It's so funny. (laughs) And then she goes into a police station... To file a report to press charges on that woman. It's unbelievable. Anyway, Sonia basically almost crashes uh, right into that orchestra pit (laughs) before she lands a stop uh, with Sonia, or Luann rather, just like blowing in the wind behind her. So they meet up with the bill the uh, theater director. Sonia's very disappointed because she's expecting him to, I mean, she walks around it, she wants him to be gay, and he's not. And so she's very disappointed. He's giving, um, I decided to work at Trader Joe's in my retirement to give me something to do. Like the, the Hawaiian shirt, the chunky footwear, the whole thing. He looks like a very sweet man, but he's just like, he's straight. He's got a wife named Karen. He, you know, he's got a he's got a family back at home, and he's got no time for their nonsense, right? No time for uh, Luann going through her cabaret background, and <laughs> and Sonia's stand up background and things of that nature. So 
they decide they're going to host a little variety show, include everybody in the community to build up the tourism and all that, and they're going to call it the Benton Follies. So after this meeting with Bill, Luann's agitated. She's like, I'm hangry. I'm sitting here in a gold sequin dress in the middle of the day. It's hot. We don't have air conditioning. I haven't had sex yet. I'm boy crazy. So let's, how how this car ended up at the fire station, I don't know. <laughs> Whether it was through planning or just sheer uh, intuition on Luann's part, just find me the closest area with the highest concentration of men. <laughs> and the car just said, say less. I'll take you there. So they get to the firehouse. And at this point, we get a master class in Luann's flirtations. I've said it before. I will say it again. This is a bit of lost Bravo footage that they need to bring back. It is called uh, Before They Were Housewives. It's a special that Bravo did. One episode, and it was all about Luann. And I tell you guys, if you had not seen it, it was just a, a lesson. A TED Talk, really. In how do you navigate being an international bad bitch in the 80s and early 90s. It was unbelievable how she talks about her time as an Italian um, talk show presenter, how she like bagged this dude, but then she bagged this dude, and then she was about to get engaged to this dude, and then she met the Count and was like, well, bye to the other guy. And then she just like leveled up, leveled up, leveled up. <laughs> it was so good. It was so good. It was incredible. Luann in her finest form. So to see a little glimpse of that before she was a housewife, just classic flirting, because I don't know, something about her doing it in this fire station hit different than what we see on uh, New York Housewives. She makes eyes at a firefighter named Alex, and she's like, how long have you been working here? Huh? <laughs> it's like, well, 11 years. She goes, oh, you don't you don't look old enough for that. You're in good shape. How do you stay that way? So he's like, oh, you know, guys have a workout room in the back and we all try to, you know, get some time in there. She's like, oh, I love it. You want to show us the room? Like, eye contact, like she says in a confessional, flirting is all about eye contact and conversation. And there are ways of letting a man know you're available through body language and dropping hints. I mean, she is truly a relic of a time that I had impressed upon me at a young age, but I think, you know, we've really evolved from very quickly in my lifetime, but it's just incredible to watch. It's just, it's amazing. She's, she's doing it. Like, say what you will about catering to the male gaze, but it takes a lot of fucking work because for me, basically 89% of men who look in my way and try to make conversation with me that I don't know, I'm like, oh God, what now? <sighs> What's it going to be? What horrors befall me? <laughs> and I'm usually right. But she, like, the willingness to just look at, like, anybody you find even vaguely attractive, even just a little bit, or powerful, uh, it doesn't even have to be physically attractive, just, like, somebody who could take you somewhere and just be like, I'm gonna look you right in the eye and just gas you up until I get what I want. It's It's great. It is so great. So she's, like, getting doing curls in front of Alex and is like, yeah, I like to do these. Gets me in shape, you see? You see how that works? Mmm. <laughs> incredible. Incredible work. Luann, you know, Luann's doing her, her thing. Her finest work. Sonia's whispering to another one of the firefighters, she's angry. 
she's really hangry and she hasn't been laid in a while. And he's like, yeah, I can tell. L look at her go. <laughs> Back over to Luann. She asks Alex, you like to party? You like to party, Alex? You guys work like 24-hour shifts? Oh, you have 48 hours off. So 24 hours on and 48 hours off. Well, you get a lot of done, a lot of things done in 48 hours. Well, one maybe you can come and hang out at our hotel room when we have a party. <laughs> like I would never say that. <laughs> and again, like salute a bad bitch when you see one. Good for her. Lou makes her way over to another victim, another man, to ask, like, if there's any talent here for the show that they can get to audition. And he's like, uh, you know, I think firefighters have many hidden talents. And she gets closer to him and looks right after him and goes, why don't you list them? <laughs> why don't you list them? And he's like, oh, no, I, I, I didn't, that's not what I meant. I meant, like, um, why don't you ask him? <laughs> flustered. All of them flustered. Flustered. So after that, they leave. They end up, Mayor Frank, Mayor Enzo getting them a new truck, complete with air conditioning. And Zona's like, thank God, it is an upgrade from that Fred Flintstone car that we had to operate with our feet earlier. <laughs> On the way to the audition, she's like, I know. I know. A lot of people are going to be showing up because they want to meet us. I know that. I know that to be true because... Everywhere I go, whether it's Korea or France or New York or L.A., I know this. This is what happens. And I don't mean to laugh at Korea. It's just so specific. <laughs> just real specific. From They know me from Korea to L.A. <laughs> Lou is dressed up for this audition, like, uh, in Greece when Sandy gets, like, bad. You know, she wears those black pedal pushers or, like, a leather daddy. Something of... Something like that. A mix between the two. So they're doing the audition. The first is a precious little girl. Little Carly doing her dance. Speaking of dance moms. An interpretive dance to... Um, we didn't get to hear the music, but she was dressed like Jigsaw from Saw. And doing a lot of like, um, like Cirque du Soleil moves in a black suit and a red bow tie with the face paint. So seemed chilling. Luann seemed unnerved. I will say that. <laughs> she didn't seem to ha be having a great time. There's like, oh, by the way, Sonia talking about everybody knows her from Korea to LA. Four people showed up to this audition. Four. So just put that into perspective. Um, then we get through to number four, which was a large headed boy on a unicycle and a mel melodica. It's, it's like a little keyboard that you breathe in and then you play at the same time. And the unicycle, it was a little bit of a, a jack-of-all-trades, master-of-none situation. It was a little bit of an awkward watch, I will say that. But, you know, God bless them. Nothing, as a child, just keep trying. Just keep trying. That's all we can do. Luann gets nervous about the um, lack of talent that they have before them, so they decide to film a commercial for uh, more auditions in the future. Then that night, the ladies decide to go out. Sonia has her classic smoky eye and updo to go to a place called the Barn Bar. The Barn Bar. She's dressed in a little black satin dress with crystal straps. A little mini black dress. <laughs> Incredible. The first person they meet is a guy named Kevin, who, um, I guess, 
things buttons on a shirt or maybe just a suggestion and he did not take it and he's got like a long beard with ponytails like every inch and a half down which is a look and a miller high life tattoo on his ass so he really had his time to shine um they also the barn bar had a an aesthetic and the aesthetic was dudes boxers stapled to the ceiling so uh (laughs) sonia found her man named billy she likes billy immediately very interesting does not really speak to him or look at him for quite some time until she demands that he take a shirt off but she says billy is the guy for her this is absolutely her type a man who both commands attention but doesn't really ask too much silent but deadly like a fart right so like i said she gets him to take a shirt off and he is like this man from the bayou visiting illinois to go mudding before he heads back to new orleans so they decide to go mudding the next day and louian says listen i'm hoping i get lucky in benton but i'm maybe going to be a little bit more selective uh unlike sonia who ends up taking off in a mr billy's pickup truck with no shirt on has billy had a drink before he got behind this wheel who's to say I guess that'll be a cliffhanger for next week. Did Sonia, did Billy get a DUI? More on that later. Thank you guys so much for listening. Thank me for speaking. If you're able to give me a five-star review on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, I would greatly, greatly appreciate that. Thank you guys. Love you.